Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Inner Mystic Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, I am Michelle, and I'm so happy to have you here. Today, we are going to be diving into positivity. So I heard Sahara Rose talk about toxic positivity, and it really made me look, take a look at positivity again, because it's something that I've struggled with. And I have something called a grumpy amygdala. And this is known in kind of like psychology and neuroscience. And pretty much a grumpy amygdala reacts more to negative stimuli than to positive ones. So risks and pains have more impact than opportunities and pleasure. And so this is something that our brains pretty much learn through our experiences growing up and it's connected to our sympathetic nervous system. And so our amygdala is really kind of like this small almond sized thing and it responds to positive events and feelings, but in most people it is more activated by negative ones. And so the reason why I want to talk about positivity and I want to talk about it from the lens of my own experience and my journey with it because, okay, so let's just dive right in. So pretty much I was one of those people that kind of was always on alert. I was hyper vigilant. I would be always like aware of my surroundings and my environment and growing up an empath. It was kind of like just anytime I walked into a space, I was looking for like the exit <laughs> to make sure like one, if I wanted to leave, I could get out And I would just be scanning the room and taking in everything and being an empath and an ambivert, I would need a moment to like step outside and recollect my energy. But this is just to give you context of, I did grow up with this hypervigilance and being hyper aware of my environment and scanning for like danger and always scanning for people's intentions and this could be because I'm also a Scorpio rising I'm always like tapping into people's like intentions just naturally a bullshit detector but anyways yeah so I would say that I pretty much approached life with the lens of like what could go wrong and if things are going right when's the other shoe going to drop and catastrophizing events and anxiety did not help that because I would go down rabbit holes that were not serving me. And I remember when I started my spiritual journey, I really started, you know, diving into all of these concepts and doing healing and through my dark night of the soul and doing shadow work, I really went through the ringer. I mean, anyone who has gone through the dark night of the soul knows how deep it gets and how you can't even really vocalize what's going on and you feel like no one can really understand what's going on. But I remember that, you know, 
me trying to use affirmations throughout my healing like the ones that I was introduced to like oh I am happy or you know just affirmations that didn't really hit like it kind of seemed like a stretch like a big stretch from where I was I had to find like affirmations that weren't a stretch that affirmed in a way of how I'm feeling or want to feel, but it didn't feel like it was a lie. And so that was a big thing I had to learn when it came to using affirmations that it can't feel like inauthentic. Like there has to be some resonance with how you're actually feeling because then your mind and your brain just go alert bullshit that's not right that's not true and I think a lot of the time people approach positivity in the same respect where they feel like it's a lie or you're actually bypassing your emotions and you're kind of just putting your blinders on and being naive And I think that's a big misconception when it comes to positivity because positivity actually is a very powerful tool, not just for like your brain, because then you're literally training your brain to look for the good and you can change your grumpy amygdala into a happy amygdala. Because when you have a grumpy amygdala, you have a negativity bias. And have you ever like been around someone where they're just so freaking positive and you're like, holy crap, your like mindset is golden. And it's not to say that they have they don't have bad days, but for the most part, they cho- they choose to view life in an optimistic way. And you see how that they, it seems like everything in their life is just aligning and going right. And this is because they don't have that negativity bias. They have more of a happy amygdala. But if you're someone who's grown up with a lot of like trauma or you didn't feel safe in your environment or you didn't feel safe in your body or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then you most likely have this negative negativity bias, which is an unhappy amygdala, which also affects your nervous system. And when your nervous system is affected, you know, your fight or flight or freeze response comes online. And so when we're healing our nervous system, it also helps to heal our amygdala. And so this is very exciting news because neuroscience has shown us that we can change our brains like we legit can change our brains and this is incredible because before it was kind of like oh you got what you got the cards that have been dealt that's what you got to deal with you have to live with that grumpy negative mind for the rest of your life but no neuroscience tells us that neurons that fire together wire together so there's this circuitry within the brain that has had so much repetition behind it of having to scan because of negative childhood experiences or the way that you grew up and it creates this negativity bias. 
And so positivity is a powerful tool to help change your brain and hardwire happiness to focus on the good. And I looked up positivity, the the definition on Google, and it says hopeful, confident, and thinking of the good aspects versus the bad. And to be honest, I think that with Instagram, which is a beautiful, amazing platform, that there are so many people putting out information that can be very destructive and damaging. And it's I'm not saying they're intentionally doing it, but just the fact of everyone suddenly like an expert on something and like an expert on psychology or they're diagnosing themselves on Instagram. And I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole, but pretty much there was a whole thing around positivity and Sahara Rose kind of dives more deeper into this in her podcast about how toxic positivity has been thrown around. And when you think about the definition that I just said, is it toxic to be hopeful? Is it toxic to be confident? Is it toxic to think of the good aspects versus the bad? When we actually return to the purity of a definition, and this is why I really, really, really love looking up the definition of words and revisiting them, because then it helps to realign me to the truth of the energetics behind that actual word versus maybe the conditioning and programming that I've gathered through society or experiences and whatnot. And I really just wanted to come on here and share this because let's say you do have a negativity bias. I, I've already shared that, you know, I grew up with a negativity bias. And through my spiritual journey, through my healing journey, I've learned more how to heal my nervous system, how to shift my beliefs, shift my thoughts. But the thing is, it takes repetition. You have to practice a new way of being. And that's why it can feel frustrating when we get pulled back into our like old thought patterns and old self because it makes us think like oh my gosh I thought I already healed this I thought I already worked through this why is this coming up again and it's just because your brain which is a fabulous brilliant thing has created connections since the day you were born and so for you to kind of replace those connections takes time it takes practice takes repetition takes consistency so please do not be hard on yourself if you end up like that ends up happening to you um and I know that I can definitely practice more compassion with myself because I do have perfectionist you know perfectionism so I understand but I do want to give you guys a resource and I've definitely shared some of the things from this book on this podcast today and it's called Hardwiring Happiness and it's a New York Times bestseller. It's the new brain science of contentment, calm, and confidence and it's by Rick Hansen. He has a PhD 
And I just find it so fascinating uh, just learning about neuroscience because it's very exciting to know that we can change our brain. And I think it's important to know that you don't have to feel the way that you're feeling for the rest of your life, that you can start to reprogram your subconscious beliefs. You could start to practice new thought patterns, new associations, all of these things to literally create a new brain. So yeah, if you were one of those people that is like, oh, positivity is so toxic and it's bypassing your emotions and all of these things. Bypassing is bypassing, right? Now let's return to the definition of positivity. Hopeful, confident, and thinking of the good aspects versus the bad. And this is why a lot of people also say to have a gratitude practice because then you're really appreciating the good things that are happening in your life. You're focusing on the good and it makes your heart more available and opens you up instead of closing you off to opportunities and the way that you view life. And so positivity can really transform the way that we approach experiences and opportunities and make us more available to them. And so I just wanted to hop on and share my insights with you guys about positivity and the way that I view it and also the way that I approach affirmations because I think a lot of the times we approach affirmations in the wrong way when we're first introduced to them. We're like, I am happy. I am successful. I am. And we're like, I don't believe this shit, (laughs) you know? So we don't want to make it a stretch. We want to have some resonance there. And having a gratitude practice helps us focus on the good. And I just want to say for anyone who does have more of this grumpy amygdala and negativity bias that it is possible for you to heal and transform that. And neuroscience has shown us that it's possible. So I am so thankful for everyone who tuned in today. And if you enjoyed this podcast or you have any questions or want to share anything, you can always DM me at Inner Mystic. And if you love this episode, I encourage you to write a review in the iTunes store. It would mean so much to me and I would really appreciate it. And if you do write a review, screenshot it and send it to innermystic333 at gmail.com and you'll be entered in a raffle to win my Healing Chakra book, which has 128 pages of exercises, prompts, and activations to heal and align your chakras. So thank you all so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you guys next time.